Keeping It With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is brought to you by TKM Incorporated. This company located in Moss, Tennessee, specializes in erosion control, hydro-seeding, hydro-mulch, silt fence. They do minor excavation work, and they also provide traffic control and construction signs. Their mission is keeping people safe. Their passion is wishing that all men could be saved. TKM stands for The King's Men. If you'd like to contact The King's Men, you can contact them at 931-243-3958, 931-243-3958, or you may email them at tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. That is tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. The King's Men, in partnership with Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by SJNL General Contractors. SJNL General Contractors is licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee. This family-owned business provides mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you're in need of any of these services, you can contact them at 931-433-4660. That is 931-433-4660. If you'd like to be employed by this family-owned company, three W's and a dot, sjnl.com, www.sjnl.com. They call me from school, and and they didn't often call me from school, but when they did call me from school, it was classic. Lonnie Beth was probably in junior high school. She wasn't old enough to drive, and this particular teacher called and said, I want to start out by telling you that LB is a delight. She is a charming, wonderful young lady. You think, oh boy, if you start out with that kind of caveat, where is this going to go? She's in my class, and I never know she's in there. Now, you'd think somebody who's four foot, 10 inches tall would sit closer to the front, but no, LB sits in the back. And I really don't know what she does in my class. She draws, she writes, you, she just never know if she's on the planet or with you or not. He said, so I'm in class today and we're having a discussion. He said, I'm discussing something with a young man in front of the class and we get into kind of a, a heated debate. And I finally pause and ask the young man, do you want to know the truth? And this little blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl pops up in the back and says, You can't handle the truth! And she went back to whatever she was doing. Apparently, whatever else is going on with LB, she's a movie aficionado. (laughs) I'll tell you the other phone call I got from the same teacher a little bit later. Lonnie Beth called me from home. Now, you got to understand at this particular age in her life, she's early college and she's visiting for the weekend. And, and at this point in her life, Lonnie Beth has two settings. Everything is wonderful. Kittens and mittens, and these are a few of my favorite things, or everything is crisis. Now, in the days when I carried a pager, she would often page me with her number, and then the number would end with the designator 911. 911 is not appropriate when you didn't take your lunch money to school. 
911 is not appropriate when there's a sale on flip-flops at Target. Oftentimes, what she thought was crisis and what I thought was crisis was not necessarily crisis. On this particular crisis day, she said, Dad, the sink is stopped up. I left the office, and I drove home, and sure enough, the sink was stopped up. Well, I went outside and got one of my orange buckets from Home Depot. I cleared out all the things that Jackie collects under the sink. And I don't know what that stuff is for that she collects under the sink. It's in the cabinet in the kitchen beneath the sink. It's things that children shouldn't drink. It's things that pets shouldn't eat. I've never seen any of it used. There's empty vases and and, and it's just this, I think it's there so that if I ever have to do any plumbing work, it exacerbates my frustration by having to move it all out. So I move it all out and I unplug the U-trap or the P-trap or whatever it is, and I stick the bucket under, and I drain the bucket out of the sink. And then I'm trying to figure out what is clogged. It looks like the, the problem is grease that has clogged up this pipe. So I'm down there working with it, and, and I've got to do something with this wad of grease that I'm getting out of the pipe, and I needed the bucket emptied. And so I simply requested that the bucket be emptied. Now, the rest of this is kind of a blank, and I really don't remember, did I just grab the bucket and reach up, or did Lonnie Beth grab the bucket? There's not a lot of things that that I just can't handle. Okay? I mean, you can insult me, you can thump my ears, you can push me, you can open hand slap me, and I'm okay. But for some reason, if you throw water on me, if you spray my face with a water gun or you splash water on me in the creek or the pool, I get a visceral reaction and I really, really, really have to check my temper. I'm underneath this sink and I'm messing with this grease trap and all the water from the Lowe's bucket gets dumped into the sink. Not the side of the sink that still has pipes connected to it, but the side of the sink that the drain has been removed and there's a direct path to my personage. And yes, I took the whole load. I came out from under the sink, slammed a cabinet door hard enough to knock the handle off of it, and slammed a drawer enough that it broke the front off of it. I looked at my daughter as sternly as I've ever looked at her in my life and said, do not come outside. And I took the orange Home Depot bucket outside, and I began to throw it against the wall and against the driveway. And I threw it against the wall and against the driveway to the only thing remaining of it was a handle. I calmly turned, walked back into the house, got the grease out of the pipe, put the pipes back together, and that was that. Now, I... I guess I lost control. I vented anger. Now, you've got to understand that, that emotions are energy, and energy follows the path of least resistance. And, and maybe, maybe losing control is, is, is not an appropriate term for what I did. Uh, Lonnie Beth, in, in the same class with the same teacher, the guy calls me and says, hey, I got another LB story for you. Okay, what, what's going on? He goes, so I'm in the front of the room. Lonnie Bess in the back of the room doing her thing. 
He says, I'm debating this kid up front, and we're talking about emotions and anger and temper. And he said, you know, I, I pointed out to the class, hey, look, everybody loses control. Everybody gets mad. Even Jesus got mad and turned over a bunch of tables in the temple. Lonnie Beth pops up out of the blue and says, you know, if you consider the fact that he could have turned the whole place into cosmic ash, I don't think flipping a table over is that bad, <laughs> to which you must concede the point. So so maybe going outside and destroying a, an orange bucket wouldn't really be considered out of control when you consider that when she laughed at me when this water poured through the sink and into my lap, that my thought was duct tape her upside down in a tree and play pinata with her by beating on her with the orange bucket. But in any way that you evaluate it, what happened was I let my emotions rage. Now, I'm the guy who will teach that your emotions are information and they're not instructions. Your emotions don't tell you to do anything. They just tell you something. Every now and then they tell you that they want action. Uh, sometimes your emotions make you want to move. And, and I guess for whatever reason, my bucket was full and I'm not talking about the one from, from Home Depot, but my bucket was full and this water pouring through the sink and into my lap caused me to have this little conniption fit that I had. I, I do think in some cases it's okay to express anger as long as you don't vent it. If you hunt with a black powder rifle and you sit in a tree all day and you don't shoot at a deer, you can't take that loaded black powder rifle and put it in your gun cabinet. You can't put it on your gun rack. Before you leave those woods, you have to discharge that rifle. Why? It's volatile, it's loaded, it's got a projectile, and it's dangerous, and you can't keep it stored up. And on this occasion, I was loaded. The powder had been compacted, the shot had been pressed in, and there was a primer on it. You see, the first thing that had happened for me that day was not the phone call from my daughter to come deal with a sink. The first thing that had happened to me that day was they called me from the hospital, and the, the twin children, the twin infants, the two little girls were in critical condition. And I sat there in the room, helpless, and until the children died. And I walked out of the hospital numb, and I walked through the drizzling rain, and I walked out into the cold, and I didn't bother to put my jacket on, and I didn't bother to put a hat on. And I got in my car and I, I drove back to the office. And while sitting in the dark, in the bleakness of my office, the phone rang and a college girl in crisis said, Dad, the sink is stopped up. Well, the last thing I wanted to do that day was to go home and deal with plumbing issues. But I put on a fake mask of composure and I drove home, and I calmly, almost too calmly, cleared out the bottom of the sink and began to undo the piping. And I was so distracted that I allowed water to pour through an, a sink that wasn't connected to pipes into my own lap. And I went outside and destroyed a bucket.
It was calm destruction. It was calculated destruction. It was purposeful destruction. I aimed that volatile negative energy at an orange bucket from Home Depot. But, but it was still destruction. Now, after I tell you the context of my day, you may or may not judge me less harshly about having a temper tantrum or a conniption fit and going outside and destroying a bucket. I'm not proud of it. Um, there's no way to explain it. There's no way to excuse it. But I did let the emotions follow the path of least resistance, and the path of least resistance was destruction. And I aimed the destruction at something inanimate. I aimed the destruction at something that couldn't be hurt. I aimed the destruction at something that I didn't have to apologize to or regret later. And I asked my daughter to stay inside so that she wouldn't see me behave that way. So I did several layers of, of insulation. You see, I could not control the urge to destroy. But I did manage to control the direction of the destruction. And I'm not saying that gives me a pass, and I'm not saying that makes it all right. You know, when I teach stress management, the goal is not not to be stressed, but the goal is to manage the stress in a healthy way. And so maybe I'm talking about anger, maybe I'm talking about the urge to destroy, maybe I'm talking about the urge to vent and... I want to caution you on your direction. I, I, I'm not the person to tell you don't become angry. You know, James in the Bible will say, be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. I'm not that guy. I can't, I can't tell you don't be quick to be angry because it happens to me. Now, I control my responses to it. I, I control sometimes how I express it. I control the direction that I express it in. I'm not a, a fake person. I think people know when I'm angry. I think people know when I'm displeased. I rarely get out of control. So I'm not the person to lecture you or to caution you or warn you, hey, you know, don't let these things bother you and, and don't choose anger. And sometimes the anger's there. And sometimes the urge to destroy is there. Just be careful where you aim it. You see, don't let your anger at work destroy your marriage. Don't let your frustration at immaturity destroy your kids. And don't let your grief or your loss or your sense of powerlessness destroy your relationship with God. It's okay to have those feelings. It's probably okay even to have those urges, and it may even be somewhat healthy to express as long as you don't vent it. Just make sure that when there is the urge to destroy, you're in control of the direction of the destruction. Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by us. What? We sponsor ourselves? Is that even legal? Check us out on Amazon. You can have access to the titles of Pedagogue, 
the youth ministry book by Lonnie Jones. Cognitive Spiritual Development, a Christ-Centered Approach to Spiritual Self-Esteem. Grappling with Life, Controlling Your Inside Space, a small essay using the principles of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to talk about psychological and emotional self-defense. If I Were a Mouse, a children's book written and illustrated by Lonnie Jones. And then The Selfish Real, a very short story about a decision. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel to see archived lessons and presentations from across the country, some videos with uh, rope tricks and knots. Don't forget to visit the uh, Facebook page, 550 Guys, to learn about the little rope men that we make and in, that we invented and that we make. And then be sure to click like, subscribe, and share. This is Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure. Thank you.